Thanks for tuning in to the Dandemonium Podcast. It's April 14th. And this episode, I'm not really sure. I got a few things planned for this episode. I think they're pretty good. Overall, uh, things aren't so good. You know, I mean, things are as good as they could be, I guess, at this time. It's just crazy. (laughs) Crazy. One of the things about all this stuff is things uh, you got all these people saying that things will not be the same as they ever were things will never be the same you know people won't be shaking hands Uh, there might not be gatherings how long is it going to take for everybody once we have the the okay to just continue as a society as we know how to Uh, you know how long is that going to take before people like aren't weirded out or people aren't spaced out between tables at a comedy club or a restaurant or any sort of outside gathering (laughs) are they going to allow half the people inside music venues you know for two three months it's just fucking weird I don't like it I really didn't like where the world was going prior to all this shit for the past three fucking years like people have lost their goddamn minds everything every time I wake up in the morning it's like okay things are gonna you know what is there today things are gonna be good it's gonna be a good day and then you hear some fucked up shit but for the past three four five years it seems that everything has been every day has brought a new uh interesting point to each day where it's like what is this really happening like where the fuck am I right now so it's just a little surreal I didn't like where things were going anyways but this is even worse like things will never be the same really people aren't gonna hug shake hands you're gonna be that distant everybody's gonna be Fucking wearing masks six, eight months out of the year now, walking around. This fucking shit sucks. We're gonna have to worry about, you know, the next, the next shortage supply of toilet paper. It's just crazy. It's something that, uh, you know, I never, I don't know, never really considered, never been through, never considered, and. Stores are going to be shutting down. How many stores are not going to be in business? And this is whatever. Everybody's talking about this shit. It's not like this is something new bringing on some revolution, uh, uh, revolutionary information here. Nothing world changing. You know, are we going to be able to get back to normal beginning of May? Because we're said to be on a slight decline of cases and deaths and this and that. Is it going to be the end of May? Some people think it's the end of May. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) It's so stupid. The uncertainty, the... um, And and then what else is it bringing on? You know, these are really prime conditions, I think, for other changes. Especially when referring to the government and, and, and information. And the way that information... I will... That is one hill that I will die on, is the change, the way that information um, is dispersed, the information that is dispersed, um, certain uh, heightened 
sensation of the information and all that good stuff. That is a, a hill I will die on. <laughs> but what does this bring as far as changes in the way that we operate and information, the way that government operates? What, what kinds of, there's always backdoor deals going on. Um, with anything so how can we use this as an opportunity to make a gain on on something we want to do whether it's let's give ourselves raises uh there was something about a a jfk memorial thing that was worked into the whole like financial package of trying to get the economy going and and keeping small business running and these politicians want to throw in bullshit stuff that doesn't even fucking matter at this point right now i mean right now maybe it matters i'm not saying it's not insignificant but to to take a pandemic and try and use that for uh further gains on your specific agenda (laughs) is sickening at the expense of taxpayers and and uh the economy uh small business everything so it's, I don't know, it's idiotic, it's absurd, it's selfish, it's stubborn, it's chaotic, it's not really a lot of good things. <laughs> you know, and then what other things we got going on? So there's, uh, Apple and Microsoft are getting together for a tracking uh, device system whether you have to download an app and it's by choice or whether it's mandatory and just instantly implemented into the, again, back doors of your, the, the software that you use and carry around on a daily basis. Are you going to have a choice on installing the software? Is it something that you're going to be monitored? And we're all monitored anyways. The more that you download in apps the more you are being monitored i really try to restrict all the different uh, apps because it could be like tiktok it starts going around and i heard about this shit maybe six months ago and it's just starting to pick up steam you could have been on the front lines of that tiktok experience and uh but now the network is built up they got more users it's uh, it's definitely a viral platform and um, very widely used and it's an app developed from china so a lot of security information uh, government officials are told that they and their families cannot have tiktok downloaded on their phones especially government issued phones there's security information there's security risks uh, and they're everywhere what about that aging face app that was from Russia. Perfect timing, you know, and everybody, you know, there's no concern because it's well, and I kind of have the same idea and aspect to it in certain times, but other times I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous, right? So the idea is, well, there's nothing for me to, there's nothing for anybody to gain off of invading in my privacy and information, Okay, go try to steal my bank accounts. Go try to steal my credit. (laughs) A lot of people are in that situation. But that's not the point. Okay, if you voluntarily use that app and you're okay with all that, you know, then that's great. That's great. 
Me, on the other hand, not only do I try to limit and restrict the apps that I download, uh, I know the ones that I have are already tracking my information and stuff. But all these security breaches and privacy um, uh, brief, uh, breaches between companies, apps, websites, uh, anything, any, any company is ridiculous. So the more that you're signed on, the more prone you are to risks, and that risk just increases with the amount of apps you download because all of them are keeping an eye on you. You know, are we, are we going to need medical cards to make sure that we have been uh, cleared and we've been vaccinated for the, the fucking COVID? You know, is this just a, oh, we're going we're gonna to code you on every single outbreak of every single virus and disease that there is because this is far from the last? Or are we just going to add that to uh, information to the microchips in your hand that we're going to implant <laughs> when we fucking give you that vac vac mandatory vaccine? I don't like it. I don't like it. If there is a mandatory vaccine, I'm not saying that is the case. There's going to be microchips implanted, but from, you know, there's none shy of information um, about this subject. Okay, you can do searches, you can see videos, you can see uh, plans and ideas, um, you know, and it's certain aspects. It's, it's a great, grand idea as far as governments and people and uh, control and information. So if information is control, what greater power than to have all the information implanted on every individual from conception and birth not conception because you can't go in there maybe maybe it'd be microtechnology where they implant it before you're even born you don't even know it's there 10 15 years from now nobody's going to even know it's there it's not going to be talked about but somebody a controller of information there's going to have to be a database what is it going to be split up we're going to have this company controls uh like like high school, you know, you're you're waiting for your bus pass. Okay, they're calling out. All right, we're gonna start with uh, A through D. All right, and then you got E through G, uh, H through P. It's uh, it's scary. It's scary. It's interesting. It's phenomenal. It's uh, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I will say that. I don't like it one bit. The idea that nothing is ever gonna be the same. You know. There's one thing that is good about all this stuff and that I see that I can take out of this is it gives the opportunity for a lot of people to rethink their life, rethink things, the job that they're spending countless of hours at. Maybe people are spending more time with their family and they're like, you know what, I'm going to find out a way where I can work and spend more time with my, my family. Not to say you all want to homeschool your children because I know that's probably hell. But are your children going to have to go to school with face masks on, you know, six months out of the year? You know, you know how fucking shitty that would be? You know how fucking shitty that would be? If I had to go through high school with a face mask, you know how fucking shitty it would be to even talk with a face mask on? The thing droops down your nose every time you talk. It moves around. It's not fun, you know, but we got to do what we got to do, I suppose. 
I'm not saying everybody, you know, they have to say, and I'm not saying that it's not serious, but is this how we're going to have to react and uh, be controlled by by fear, by oversensitivity, uh, Jesus, oversensitivity and uh, over, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, so I'm not going to edit a lot of, I'm not planning on edit editing a lot of this shit out so just deal with it i think i've done okay so far but the oversensitization of uh, news headlines um it's great that people comply when needed but we we definitely want to make sure that it's not taken advantage of in this pandemic and the way that it was played out not just from a, a united states of of America standpoint, but the world, and how does the world react? And I think part of it is a test. It's good to take measures. It's good for the social distancing, which I freaking hate that word, by the way. I think we got to change that at some point. I don't know. I'm going to work on that. But it's a way to see how the world reacts to this information the spread of information, maybe other countries have had it, um, the information dispersed in a little different manner. I don't know. I, I can only speak from what I see here in the United States. But how do people react? You know, are people complying? You know, okay, now we're going we're gonna to test this idea a little bit. We're going to see how far we can kind of push before there's pushback. This is useful information. <laughs> this is very useful information. When tensions are high, how are people going to react to certain restrictions and additional laws that essentially impedes on the freedoms of mobility, interaction, um, people getting being told to you know, tattletale on their neighbors, perhaps, and or businesses. It depends on, on what it is. But all these things are very interesting in the information. Everything is being done online. So it's not it's not just like there's all this information out there and processes and things that are going on, but we're also connected. The world is connected through the Internet. Okay, and if everybody has to stay in their house, there's there's 100% a record of everybody's interactions. So everybody's interactions, and this is just, again, more valuable information in testing uh, how far you might be able to push something, and that's a very dangerous thing. How are we going to react if things were even worse? This is just a... This is just a small little thing passing through. Hey, I'm the coronavirus. I'm just just passing through. Just saying hey. It's very interesting stuff. Very crazy. So that's pretty much it. That's what we have to look forward to is a continual heightened sense of uh, information and misinformation, disinformation. I believe both of those words mean the same. I think I've said disinformation, and I heard somebody else say misinformation. I don't fucking know. Those words have been around forever. But it's basically the same thing. 
So we got that to look forward to. We got no more hugs, people. You know those hugs when you're you you meet up with some friends and you give big hugs. No more of that. You'll be lucky to get a handshake. Everybody's gonna be bumping elbows, not even fists. You know, people were bumping fists for the past five years. No more of that. Let's move down to elbows. You know, maybe we're gonna kick each other's shoes to say hello. It's called the woo handshake. You just tap, tap, tap shoes. <laughs> Don't touch me, bitch. Well, I'm wearing my mask. You know, you can tap shoes. Nobody's going to get six feet away from each other. Nobody will be six feet closer than any other given person at any other given time. You'll have, like, couples in groups where it'll be, like, you know, three couples. You got six people. Everybody's standing in a circle at least six feet apart. Triangle style. Equilateral, six feet apart, everybody. All sides at once. This is the crazy new world that you people are going to have to raise your kids in. Uh, it's a crazy new world that uh, we're going to have to just cycle through. You know, it's one of the craziest part about it is as we cycle through generations and as time passes... Like, there's a lot of people that just grew up with the internet. And I think, especially going through school, like, my generation graduated in 80. I was, I was born in 80. I graduated in uh, 98. But that was one of the last generations, I th feel like. You know, maybe just a few after that. On to 86. But really, after that, every motherfucker grew up with a goddamn computer in their hand computers were pretty big so it really wasn't they weren't able to hold it in their hand but you know what i mean grew up around computers and technology and that's what it's been people <laughs> well, we just got past the time um we're 9-11 the people uh it, not only is it in the textbooks apparently but the people that were born in Oh, man, that's, that's just too much math. But the people that were born after basically 9-11, like, that's that's all post-9-11, you know? And there were a lot of changes that were made to technology post-9-11, like the infiltration of information and for the government to be able to listen in on devices. Again, you could be one of those people that just say, and I say this sometimes, well, why the hell, what does it matter? Go for it. Very interesting over here. I'm sure you're spending a, a lot of valuable time listening <laughs> in on me um, because it's not valuable at all. So who cares? Whatever. It's out there. Good luck. However, however, these are things that are breaching privacy norms. And for political gain, Again, when there's a tragedy, whether it's it could be war, in my opinion, anything that that takes on the form of transferring of funds, anything dealing with money is an opportunity to fulfill a specific agenda. It's a great opportunity to work in some raises for these lifetime government officials. 
It's a great time to build JFK memorials during a pandemic. Let's get the funding for a, a memorial. That's great. Wonderful. But why not, again, focus on the things that are important? It's crazy. It's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. And I apologize for getting upset. So where I'm going to move on to different subjects. That's basically the new world that we're going into. That's, that's where we are headed. Nobody knows for certain where we are headed, but it could be anything from here on out. The sky is the limit. Each day is weirder than the previous. Why stop at that? Keep going. Let's keep going. As we know, time is uh, functions on a very linear basis. The only option is to move forward, and that's what we have to do. We have to roll and run with the changes a little bit, but people don't give up your freedoms for the security and the safety of potential fears that might be in the distant, but you don't know. And some of them, like COVID-19, could be invisible. So how do you know? We don't know, and that's a scary fact. So out of all this, so what has people been, this has jogged up a lot of different lives from your workspace to your home life to your, again, homeschooling your children perhaps. But it's changed a lot of things in a lot of different lives, the way we're communicating, uh, the way that we're operating, the way that we're working, obviously, all those things. It's not too much of a change for me because, I, again, I work at home. For you that know me and listen to the podcast, you might already know that I work at home, so this hasn't been a, a whole uh, big difference in change. However, there's a few things that I have learned out of all this, you know, and that's nothing. Nah, just kidding. I did learn a few things. It's not much, but it's a little something. The idea of uh, limited resources, the potential of limited resources, and how to conserve. Like when I'm making coffee, I started running a little bit low on sugar. I don't really want to go out to the grocery store just to buy some sugar. The government's got me living in fear at the moment. I'm quickly getting over that. <laughs> However, I don't want to just run out and be like, I need sugar. You know, this is, this is post-during and post-COVID times and how things are going to change. So as I started running low, I started thinking about it before I ran to zero. It's like, well, I don't want to run back out there. I don't want to go out into the public and be exposed to the COVID-19. So I'm going to conserve. Rather than two spoonfuls of sugar with some coffee and some creamer, I'm going to... I'm going to knock that down in half. Sugar's not good for you anyways. Or anyway, as they say. But, so I knock that down to one spoon. Perfect. It's great. It tastes great. Just as good. But when I did eventually replenish some supplies, I got some more sugar. And then for the coffee creamer, I usually get a French vanilla uh, cream-based, you know, refrigerated-style liquid creamer I'm like man things gotta change I gotta make this stuff last as long as possible so I got me the powdered creamer it's just regular creamer not that fancy French vanilla shit it's just regular powder creamer and it tastes like shit but these are COVID times <laughs> you gotta sacrifice some of your freedoms and your, your luxuries for more uh, smarter decisions perhaps 
you know, maybe different flavors. I just want to, I'm trying to experience, sorry for the Christopher Walken uh, uh, channeling there. You know, like Q-tips. Yeah, I might use after a shower. Although my showers have cut down, so I'm not using as many Q-tips. But when I do shower, maybe on day three, four, <laughs> you know, rather than using one Q-tip per ear, I'm like, do I really need two Q-tips? Like, no. Just get it in really good with one ear, you know, switch ears. All right, flip it around, get the other ear. One seems to be sufficient. Which is fine by me, you know? I'm cutting down on everything. That goes for everything. However, the cats are not getting it. They don't understand that these are rationing times. So their food intake, and I just have to listen to them. When you got little shitheads just in your ear every six hours, like, I got one old Mr. Kitty, right? And he needs his food and he's very picky. There's food in the bowl, but every four to six hours, be standing at the bowl like, okay, refresh me. Starting to get that old Mr. Kitty meow. Crackly old fucking shit bag, bag of bones. The thing's, he's losing weight. He's going down to nothing. Oh, the little bastard. He's so cute. So just like you guys spending more time, <laughs> I'm not even spending more time with my cats. Like I said, I work at home. Nothing's changed for me. This is other than the, um, the potential of limited resources uh, has definitely given me a different perspective. Other than that, I get stir crazy every fucking three days. I'll lose my mind, but then I, I get back to, I'm, I'm good uh, because of the experience. I'm good with talking myself out of that. <laughs> Be like, okay, just fucking relax. Don't get all anxious and freak out. I'm not going to do what everybody thinks I'm going to do and just freak out. All I want to know is who's coming with me, man. Just kidding. Damn, that's a good movie. Half-Baked. Got Chappelle. You got, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Brav, I can't think of his name. SNL skits, he was Goatman. I, I, for, uh, Jim Brewer, Brewer. All right, all right. That is point one for brain retention. Thank you. So what else? Uh, so the cats, they don't, you know, they just want to eat just as much. Little shit bags. But I let them. That's that's fine. I gotta listen to them. One of the things that's supposed to be good for that COVID nineteen is is a good old dose of vitamin C. Unless you're getting your vitamin C, there's no telling how this thing might affect you. But if you're getting plenty of vitamin C, you should be all good. I'm sure to get plenty of vitamin C with these blue moons and oranges that I add. <laughs> it's not just like an orange garnish. I put I put about a sixth of an orange slice. I squeeze it, put it in the mug, just and then I'll eat the orange. It's like a beer soaked orange. It's, it's just good and I'm getting my vitamin C and I'm staying healthy. Now I wonder if like are these times gonna test the old saying, the old adage, if you will, of uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> Does it? Is that all it takes? Is that all I got to do? Eat a fucking apple? <clears throat> you know? 
why is it why is it uh, toilet paper is not on the shelves but apple there's plenty of apples you know nobody's heeding the advice of the old fucking that's the only thing that keeps you healthy that's that's what my mama says since day one apple a day keeps the doctor away i don't eat apples although one time i got a bag of apples and i gotta say it's around um halloween time so the october the pumpkin the apples everything the apples are really good really good and then you got you got you get a a little tub of caramel 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 however the fuck you want to say it i'm gonna say caramel because that's how i've always been saying it so i'm gonna continue to say caramel and you could lose your goddamn mind on the other side if it really bugs you but whether it's caramel or caramel you get a little tub of that you break those that apple into slices i'm not an apple connoisseur so i couldn't tell you like you gotta get the fuji or maybe it's the green apples you know the green apples are a little bit sour maybe it's just the red delicious apples uh but you get whatever kind of apple you like and then you you get that caramel sauce, or uh, it's not even a sauce. It's like a spread, a caramel spread, I'll call it. And it's awesome. It's amazing. It's goddamn amazing. I wish it was Halloween 2019 before pre-COVID. But knowing that in the next few months shit's gonna get crazy. Oh shit! I'm tired of all this. Uh, another thing I found out over over this this uh, little spell of having a little bit more time than normal, not much has changed, but I've had a little extra time. And I thought in the beginning of this, like this is a perfect time, and even during it, this is a perfect time to reevaluate certain things that are going on. Change with change, you can create. It's easier to implement different habits. You just have to stick with it, and you have to have the mindset. You got to want to do it, and you got to just implement it, okay? But you need the motivation first and foremost, I think. (laughs) So it's one thing that I found out. It's like, wow, if I really had more time, I think I would exercise. I really, I've been thinking about it for three years, and it's either shit or get off the fucking pot because I'm still not exercising. I got a pull-up bar. I think about it. Wow, I should do some pull-ups, pull-ups. No, tomorrow morning, I'm going to hit that thing up first thing. That's going to be the first thing I do. Maybe I'll do some push-ups just to get warmed up. Maybe I'll run up and down the stairs. Maybe I'll uh, run outside, uh, do, you know, uh, quick sprints between the, the front and back part of the driveway. Just sprint back and forth. Get my heart pumping. Maybe I'll go get my tire changed. But I'm like, that is the first thing I'm going to do. Do I do it that next morning? No. I go to my coffee pot and I just <laughs> start making coffee. I don't even think about it. It doesn't even cross my mind until later in the day when I feel like a piece of shit and I think, wow, you piece of shit. You didn't even get to work it out this morning. When are you going to do it then? Oh, maybe I should do it now. Nah, nah, I got, you know, why do it right now? I'm just going to get a fresh start in the morning and the whole cycle just <laughs> cycles through in one big circle. It's like a daily, my daily nightmare. So now that I have more time and I'm realizing that I'm just a piece of shit that won't 
take the steps and motivation to just start working out. Just feel the burn. You know, the next day, two days of doing five pull-ups, you'll feel a little something. Obviously, the more you do, the more you push yourself, uh, the more you exert yourself, the the more, um, I don't want to call it pain because I think it kind of feels good. The more, you know, you're, you tear those muscles, the healing process of torn muscles, it feels good. It feels accompl- like accomplishment. It feels, it's just, it's just so good for you. And my lazy ass can't just come to terms with the fact, like, I, I can't just do it. Just do it. Damn it. You know, another thing, I, don't, I didn't think that this could happen, but sleeping later, <laughs> that feels good. I'm sleeping a little bit later. I'm getting even more more Z's in the books. I'm having crazy dreams that I don't even remember, but they all seem so vivid. And then when I wake up, it's like, holy fucking shit. I just want to go back to sleep because I'm, I'm living in like a, uh, 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 like a split universe or a fucking alternate universe. It's crazy. It's bizarre. So dreaming's been fun, you know, sleeping's been great, sitting on my ass has been all right, <clears throat> drinking beers, getting that vitamin C, yeah, I'm just glad I don't have to homeschool any children, <laughs> fuck that, all that common core bullshit, all the, oh my god, I think it would take like six months just to kind of, five days a week, six months, okay, now I'm back in the groove of things. Now I can get back into it. It's not like, um, I don't know, maybe age doesn't really have too much to do with it, but I haven't thought about, I think about a lot of different things, and I like to expand my brain, and I got uh, uh, theoretical physicist podcasts and comedian podcasts and um, AI tech, tech gurus and shit. And I love, love uh, hearing about Uh, things that I don't know about or things that just bend your mind a little bit. They're a little absurd or just new information that you can find some spark and like, wow, that was really cool. You know what I mean? But it would take me six months to get into a zone where I'm homeschooling my children. (laughs) Fuck that. Be like looking for online resources okay we're gonna we're gonna set you up in front of the screen here because that's what we all that's so terrible that's so terrible but you guys are going through the experience right you're spending more time with with your children it's great this is all quality time and it's all uh i hope uh, in most aspects anyways it's uh, you know a positive thing to kind of come out of this this whole thing so trying to stay on the po- positive there uh, one last thing i guess that uh, a few things that i found out uh, food expiration dates are like it's like an osha requirement for a ladder okay i might say 300 pounds maximum capacity on any given ladder but you know, you could probably go like 500 pounds. Somebody's like 500 pounds and stepping up on a ladder. They don't want multiple people on ladders, I guess, would be the idea. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's at 500 pounds, it's difficult to walk even, I imagine. Let alone trying to get up on a ladder. 
So you could push it a little bit. Maybe you could go, it says 300, but you could go like 400 pounds. All right, and then maybe maybe your eggs, as long as they're kept in a nice refrigerated compartment and your refrigerator does a good job and you know, you're not leaving the doors open and shit, it might say that this, uh, the eggs expire on April 7th. You know what? You could probably push that one more week. Go one more week. <laughs> cheese. Once you open a packet of shredded cheese, you're supposed to use that thing within five days. Do I? No. I'll push that shit out seven, eight. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I've gone ten days. You know, obviously, <clears throat> after the expiration dates, it, it, the quality <laughs> does start to diminish. But it's just a suggestion. It's not saying if you eat it past this date, you're going to die. So I'm trying to use up all my food. I'm trying to eat everything and just be resourceful and using less Q-tips and less sugar in my coffee. That's about all I've learned. That's it. That's it. Other than that, my life is the same. But there's one, and I'll probably end with this. So there's one more aspect that I started to think about. Okay, so, and that's the scenario that if things were worse than what they are, this is pretty bad. The whole economy being shut down, uh, the uncertainty, um, the, um, the strain that this puts on people's lives with rent and payment and jobs and being out of work and unemployment, and it, it's a big mess. It's a big mess. It's probably one of the biggest messes that we've ever been in. Okay, but it's still, we're able to get supplies. Okay, our supply chain, as far as it stands, has not been uh, broken maybe limited with the amount of resources and this and that, but not broken. Uh, Our utilities are still on. So in a worst case scenario, we're, we're able to have shelter. Let me throw this at you. The worst case scenario, it's not even safe to stay at your house. Supply chains are completely diminished. You have no utilities from heat, air conditioning, electricity, water, everything is shut off. You've gone past all your resources that you've had in the house, and there's no way to restock supply. You are in certain death if you stay where you're at. So consider a scenario where it's so batshit crazy, and this is martial law, this is you better own a gun situation (laughs) if you want to try and uh, stay alive and survive. Um, Because, And you better have a a pack of resources, something to just get you started until you start building (laughs) building alliances with other people uh, in small communities and uh, doing your part in farming or (laughs) I don't fucking know. It's like a zombie, it's like a zombie-esque apocalyptic scenario uh it's so fun though it's so fun so i've been thinking about that those things and it's uh you know it would be hell of extreme measures to take that where like if i want to even survive i have to leave my house there's no way of selling it all hell is breaking loose this is the end of all structured um, society as we know it we have no more resources As far as utilities, blah, 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 blah. The only resources we have are what we have on our back and what we can find out there, which is now not society, but the wild. (laughs) If you have resources and somebody has a gun and you don't have a gun, who's to say that, that 
now they want your resources. So what are you going to do now? It's crazy. It's crazy. There's a lot of things to think about from uh, communication. How are you going to talk with potentially um, uh, your family, loved ones, you know, your clan, your crew, people you're trying to stick together with and, and take care of uh, all at the same time? You know, do you use walkie-talkies? Do you have uh, other mechanisms? Like, like there's no electricity. Cell phone towers don't even work. Think EMP. Nothing electronic works. We are shut down. It's scary. It's scary to think about. Your communication and everything we're so used to and comfortable with is now non-existent. It's taken away from you, and we will lose our fucking minds. Uh, protection. You know, I know myself, I got a few few uh, blades and whatnot. I get uh, working on the firearm because it's better to uh, have it and not need it than to need it and not have it situation. And that's my aspect. And I've never had an urgency to uh, and desire to really own a firearm. But again, with all this stuff and craziness going on, and I have absolutely zero, I have nothing against firearms. Uh, I think they should be in place. I think the Second Amendment is a very important part of the Constitution and uh, for the freedom of society and individual freedom uh, and your, your human rights. I think we should be allowed to own firearms. So I've never had anything against it, but especially now with the things that are going on, the sense of urgency or the different frame of thought that I'm coming at this with um, has, has increased for certain uh, so pr- communication, we went through. Protection, we kind of went through. Utilities, lights, rope, fire, blades, tapes, ties, solar. Even if you don't have to leave your house, you're still good where you're at and you have resources. You still want to be able to use fire. You don't have, you know, you might, are you going to start chopping down trees? Do you have a fire starter? How many lighters do you got? Do you got a torch? Do you got a fire starter? Like those little fucking log fire starters, uh, you pull off a chunk and it really just gets some some hot coals going. Anyways, that's good stuff. Batteries, uh, renewable resources like solar power, multi-tool, fuel, you know, bandana. What the fuck are you going to take? You know, what are you going to use? What do you need? Because all those resources, sugar, again, supply chain, it's cut off. Sugar that you had in your coffee you're running super low i got one cup of sugar left and there's no way for me to know if i will ever have straight up sugar in my coffee again i only have two cups of coffee so i got more sugar than i do coffee when is the next time i'm gonna have a cup of coffee things we take for granted again this is batshit crazy situation but it's not that's not unlikely even what we're going through right now is a good it's a good uh, uh, kindling for the fire <laughs> of uh, craziness <laughs> and chaos, uh, dandemonium, if you will. Cooking, you know, are you you got uh, how are you gonna cook? It kind of goes with fire, you know. Do you even have food to cook? If you have to take these things out, you're not gonna take a whole pan set, you know. I got a saucepan, I got a frying pan, I got a whole. You know, this and that, and I got three different sizes of each of them. You're going to carry that if you got to leave your house? No, you want something compact like the camping, backpacking, uh, small stoves, uh, small uh, jet boil cooking systems. 
um, with the dry food or dehydrated foods are going to be the best most lightweight you want to think lightweight if you got to leave your house batteries you don't want to carry a uh, five uh, five gallon bucket of batteries you know because that shit will run out but maybe you have a solar pack with a, a battery pack um and then you know hopefully we still get the sun and then sleeping if you have to be outside of your house what's your sleeping bag you had a, a tent are you secured from at least some of the outside elements if you got to travel it's so crazy but not improbable it's chaotic chaotic and what else we got going on uh other than that man i really don't know i have found a way to set up remote podcast excuse me through dandemonium so we can go through a video messaging app such as facebook messenger with the video and i could plug the ipad right into the audio interface as a second microphone so i tested it out i was able to hear them they were able to hear me and that is very cool and exciting this is the first time that I've been back in two weeks, and that's very exciting. Um, it's funny seeing all these podcasters that have guests on, or they're like two or three people. Uh, a lot of them, they're wearing masks. A lot of them are just remote podcasting. And it really brings down the, again, first world problems here, but it really brings down and diminishes the quality and the interaction of um you know the energy of the overall experience but these are things we got to go through i hope everybody's staying safe hope everybody's taking the proper measures and not going batshit crazy and losing their goddamn minds still um hang in there and if anybody is interested please send me an email or just hit me up on facebook to um to set up a remote podcasting that would be awesome i'd love to talk to you it doesn't have to be anything crazy you know this is just conversation i want it to be a very organic uh original <clears throat> sorry i got some fucking throg- frog in my throat or sure something like that oh. Um, so if you want to uh, talk about just talk just let's just shoot the shit have some laughs uh, get out of your mindset for a minute get me out of my mindset for a minute and just shoot the breeze for a minute with all that said I think um, I don't know I gotta go charge up my walkie talkies and rechargeable batteries and continue continue my whole uh, experience on uh, preparation here my newfound love of preparation (laughs) i think that's one thing that i would really love to to do for the past several years i've wanted to move to the mountains of colorado somewhere and get a cabin with some property and just live as much as i can off of nature you know hopefully live by a stream um man i just completely downsize and get getting rid of everything that i have and then with this whole thing i thought it would be cool not only to have something like that but to then start a little bit of a retreat so i'll get down those different things of living remotely 
uh, communication, protection, utility, cooking, sleeping, and they have a little bit of camp. It'd be like a one-week training course, crash course, you know, where you might actually even fire some guns. Um, you know, talk about uh, different methods of communication with family, uh, where where you don't need electricity. You're going to need something to operate it. However, you don't need the satellites. It's it's uh, very analog forms of communication you know maybe setting up tinfoil antennas <laughs> so you can properly communicate though the way to properly set up a tinfoil antenna for your walkie-talkie and get better reception who the hell knows these are things i would have to experiment with you know shooting guns maybe throwing some axes uh, uh throwing knives whole bunch of stuff man what do you do what do you do when uh your your fire maker flint breaks what are you gonna do then Huh? Do you have the creativity and the mindset to to get that reset up and functional, so you can have fire and actually cook some food and eat and get nourishments to survive and sleep well and then do it all the next day and go zombie hunting? Okay, I think that's pretty much it. I've had a great time. It feels good to be back. Oh, man. I hope everybody's taking care. Hit me up at dandemoniumpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like the Facebook page, Dandemonium Podcast. Uh, Check back frequently and uh, blah, blah, blah. But I'm here for you guys, and I'm back. It's been two weeks. Sorry it's been a while, but I'm back. Feeling good. I like it. And talk to you guys soon.